From New York's Hudson Valley, I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650. Read 650 celebrates writers in the spoken word five minutes and 650 words at a time. Today, as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we present another true personal story of resilience, recovery, and renewal. David Masello began his career as a nonfiction book editor at Simon & Schuster, then went on to hold senior editorial positions at many magazines, including Travel & Leisure, Art & Antiques, and Town & Country. Here's David Masello reading A Moonlight Ride. I'd been told the horse I was to mount for the trail ride would stop at every flowering jacaranda tree to sample blossoms. When Moonlight does that, raise your heel, hit him hard in the flank, the guide said astride her saddle, hoisting her boot at a sharp angle and jamming it just short of her horse's side. Only way to get him to stop, to get moving, do it again. Same action for stopping and starting. I knew I'd not be able to do that. When Moonlight was led from his stall, I petted the hard plain of his mane, hot and bony. He seemed indifferent to my touch. I felt insulted. I was showing him affection, but unlike a dog, no reciprocity or acknowledgement. Then I thought, how bored Moonlight must be, following the same trail every day, carrying a tourist like myself who knew nothing about how to ride. Hitched in the saddle, I noticed a deeply incised brand on his rump, a chili pepper, cartoonish radiating spokes to indicate spiciness. I asked the guide about the inkless tattoo. Moonlight had a past before he came here. Different name, too. After the ride, I'll tell you. Moonlight picked his way along the narrow, boulder-strewn trail. I rocked astride him, and despite what the guide said, I had no control over him. I knew nothing about horses, but could tell he'd do as he wanted. The first time I'd been to Arizona, I was with my then-partner, the one who got away in my life, as the saying goes. On a desert back road, we came to a sign announcing the site before us, the Great Painted Desert. The copy stated the Hewn Valley before us was the size of Connecticut, We stood beside our car, looking into the hazy distance, visoring a hand over our eyes, unable to discern the site's stated scale. Then, as if simultaneously looking through binoculars and adjusting the knob to focus, we saw what we were told we'd see. A space the size of a state, perimeters discernible. I still invoke that sight. Look closely enough at any situation of distress, you'll see its full scope. Understand its dimensions, you can solve it. Moonlight has. Moonlight clomped along, head down, as if he'd followed this route a thousand times, which he might have, negotiating inclines edged with thorns of prickly pear. The moment we entered pure desert, Moonlight stopped. So fast I slid nearly off my mount. Moonlight swung his head and began to eat blossoms from a tree. The guide had been talking about ancient metate, 
we'd be passing, granite slabs, mica, a glint, where Indian women had ground mesquite pods with such diligence over centuries that bowl-like depressions formed within stones. She trotted over. Hard in the flank, she reiterated. He's had worse in his life. I dug my boot heel too gently into his dulled brown flesh. Moonlight continued eating voraciously, undisturbed, blossom after blossom dissolving into his mouth. The guide lifted her leg and jabbed a spurred boot heel into his body. He whinnied, threw his head back, a blossom stuck to his wet, flaring nostrils. Moonlight's difficult, the guide explained. When we adopted him, he was so wild his owner branded him with a chili pepper to mark him as untamable. He's even branded underneath, same symbol, as if that would have taught him. The flesh there, it's a lot thinner. That must have hurt. Bad. Moonlight was on his way to being glue. Why moonlight, I asked. When he came here, he'd stay awake in the stable, and even if we had him in the corral outside, he'd look at the moon, whinnying at it, like he was talking to it. Moonlight continued along the trail, edged by arroyos, smooth as pottery, unimpressed with the story he'd heard many times about himself. Up ahead, a jacaranda appeared, a stilled purple firework ablaze in the monochromatic desert, and Moonlight raised his head, his tongue already out. David Masello is a widely published essayist and poet, with pieces appearing in the New York Times, Best American Essays, and numerous literary and art magazines. He's executive editor of Milieu, a magazine about design and architecture, and he lives in New York City. Read 650 is a nonprofit literary organization with a mission to promote writers. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and learn about our upcoming submissions at read650.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650.